When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is More Money with economist Steve Moore. Now, Steve Moore. Welcome back, folks. This is Steve Moore. You're listening to More Money on WABC Talk Radio. Uh, Do not forget that in about a little less than a half an hour, we will be taking your calls uh, because I want to hear your answer to the question. And I'm, I'm going to ask my next guest this question as well. If you could add anyone, any president to uh, Mount Rushmore, because there's room there. I was just there. There's room for another president on Mount Rushmore. Who would you want to put on Mount Rushmore? What president? I want to hear from people of, of all political persuasions. My next guest is, is the great uh, Dick Morris. Dick Morris has been a presidential advisor to Bill Clinton. He was an advisor to Donald Trump, probably the, one of the three or four smartest political minds in America, and a good friend. And, Dick, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Thank you. Well, I'd put Reagan there. Yeah, that, that's what I said. Too. I, great minds think alike. Uh, I think I would, yeah, too. I think mean, he won the Cold I mean, War, really revived him. What's that? You have FDR there who won World War II. And uh, Reagan won the Cold War. And uh, I think he completely changed the whole drift of American policy as radically. You can see how radical the change was because Biden is undoing it all. And you can see how radical his changes are. And that tells you how great Reagan's were. So let me just say one quick thing about that. You know, I, I don't know if you heard earlier. I was in um, I was in Rapid City, South Dakota this weekend. So I had the chance to go see Mount Rushmore. Which, if you haven't done it, folks, you got to go see it. It's really, really an incredible thing to see. Uh, but um, you know, it was built. Uh, it started being built, I think, in 1929 and was finished around 1940 or so. And I do believe if it had been built. Dick, about 10 years later, FDR would probably almost certainly be on, yeah. Yeah, on, on Mount Rushmore. Okay. So let's oh, get you right know, I am to sorry, it. Steve. I'm sorry. Yes. I totally forgot that FDR is not on it. Of course. Yes. He yeah. would come before yeah. Reagan. Yeah, yeah it was, it's Theodore, Theodore Roosevelt is uh, is on the yeah, uh, Mount right. Rushmore. Anyway, okay. Right. But I want to talk to you about what's happening right now. Because I was flabbergasted. I listened to that uh, CNN uh, town hall meeting that Biden had, and he said things that I literally I almost fell off my chair. And I'll give you one. And I'd like you to just kind of riff off of this, which is he said that we yes, we probably do have an inflation problem, but that's why we have to pass my four trillion dollar debt bill and printing four trillion dollars more money. Now, Dick, I know you're not an economist. Uh, I'm the economist. You're the political mind here. But how in the world do you stop inflation by printing four trillion dollars more money? Yeah, you don't. Um, You don't. You, of course, don't. You exacerbate it when you print more money, when you spend more money. You're putting dollars out there and the dollars increase the demand. The supply doesn't go up and the prices go up. And then if on top of that, you're imposing taxes on business that make it harder to invest in new plants and equipment, capital gains, 
the supply is not so only why, limited. Why, why is he saying, Dick, why is he saying these things? Is he, does he believe this? Is he just reading a script? I mean, I got the sense I, in watching him that know. he's sort of been drilled. I, I, would, that he's I just, would send it. it I would send the script back to screen to screen for typos. But let me tell you what I think is really going on about Biden's okay. dementia and this whole deal. Um, you have to go back in time to remember that when uh, Biden was entering, the was in the primaries of 2020, he clearly was losing those primaries. And he right. limped into South Carolina. Right. And um at that point, the boss of South Carolina's Democratic Party, James Clyburn, the African-American right. congressman, yes. had the power to basically choose the next president, the next Democratic nominee. Yes, and I remember could that. have chosen anybody. The one thing they were telling him is don't choose Bernie Sanders because we don't think he can win. We think he's too right. far left. Right. Which right. in light of what Biden's done is ridiculous. But in any case, the, he could have chosen Warren or Klobuchar or uh, any of them, Buttigieg, any of them would have been OK. But he chose Biden. And the reason he chose Biden, I believe, is that he knew that he would not run for reelection at most and perhaps not serve out his term. And I think the goal of the African-American political community was to recapture the Oval Office, to get Obama back uh -huh. right. and uh, recapture it for their views and their patronage and their faction and the whole bit. And so he went to um, Biden and he said, you can do this. I'll give you my endorsement, but you have to name a woman. That's what he said in public. But I think in private, he probably said a black woman as vice president. And at the time, uh, I believed that he meant Michelle Obama. And uh, the assumption in, in the inside circles was that it was Michelle. So Biden went ahead and made that commitment, one in South Carolina. Uh, three days later, that carried over to Super Tuesday, which is largely a black primary, because the blacks are still very concentrated in the southern states. Right, sure. And yep. uh, Biden swept to the nomination. Michelle, so, way, can I just inter interrupt you for one second? You, I think it was you who told me, I, I forget who I was talking to this week, but it might have been you who, who told me that actually Michelle Obama was offered the vice presidency yes. by yes. Biden. She turned it down. Is that true? She, well, the rumor is that it, that it happened. And at the time, I heard it from many different sources. Wow. And as you recall, Biden sort of shopped the job for a couple of for a month or two. And every speculation built as to who he'd choose. And right. uh, I think that 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 was while he was trying to get Michelle. Um, and uh, I think she did turn it down. So that so at that point, uh, he went to oh, went to Harris because that was the default choice among right. black women. Uh, now, the goal of the black community that really leveraged this whole deal was to recapture the Oval Office. And uh, to do that, they got Harrison as vice president. But, Joe, but, but then, Dick, she's been a disaster. Yeah, but they didn't know that then. And okay. as the and as the evidence of his of Biden's senility and dementia piled up, it right. became clear that that this guy is is not long for this job or this world, perhaps. And uh, the pressure on him. Uh, to step aside or to or or have the twenty fifth amendment invoked uh to remove him, I think is rising 
And I think you're going wow. to see that that will be the wow. dominant story of the next six or eight months. So wait, wait, who, where is that pressure going to come from? From the black community and from the world as they begin to see Joe Biden. And well, except, the, except that they've got a problem because, I mean, Kamala Harris has become a bit of a laughingstock, actually. Well, let me, I mean, let me, let me come ahead. to that, Stephen. Yeah. I think that, that, that the uh, – so that, that was the problem. And Biden's staff, I think, realized how tough the problem was, but they didn't want to lose their jobs or their president. So they began a campaign to to diss Kamala Harris, their own Mm. VP. Hold on. You're saying the White White House, the the Biden people did this. Oh, my God. It it had to be the Biden people because you saw these stories with anonymous leaks. That she was terrible, that his staff hated her, that nothing ever got done. Right. right. Fighting that he treated one one service said he treats his staff like SHIT. And yeah. I think that and that obviously could not have come from Harris's staff. They're not gonna leak and discredit their own meal ticket. Uh, first of all, right. they could be shown found out, and secondly, she's what keeps them in power in, in a job. So it had to have been Biden's people. No other source would be close enough to do it right. and credible enough wow. to make those leaks. So why is Biden's people? Why are Biden's people dumping on Harris? And I think the obvious answer here is to push back on the potential Twenty Fifth Amendment. I think. So, it hold, hold on again. Dick, sorry to interrupt you. But I want to make sure that our that our listeners understand what you're saying because the 20, explain to the, my my listeners what the Twenty Fifth Amendment says. 25th Amendment provides that if the vice president and a majority of the cabinet notify the Congress in writing that the president is disabled and no longer able to discharge the duties of his office, the VP immediately becomes the acting president. And then Congress has 21 days to vote on the issue. And if by a two-thirds majority, Congress votes that he is not capable, uh, he is removed from office. Uh, if he gets one third plus one, he can stay in office. Wow! And um, that's the the current that's the amendment. So, oh my God! I think that what you're seeing here is what I call the Spiro Agnew insurance policy. <clears throat> when Nixon was president and knew the danger of impeachment was significant, he went to Agnew to become his vice president. And everybody wondered, what are you putting this guy on for? He doesn't help you politically. He's a thief. Uh, everybody right. knows he stole Maryland blind. Right. And, uh, and it was obvious, as it became clear, that Agnew was his insurance policy. You couldn't wow. throw Nixon out because you'd have Agnew. And then, <laughs> right. sure enough, when they realized that they had to throw right. Nixon out, the first wow. thing they did was throw, was throw Agnew out and replace him with uh-huh. Gerald Ford. And then once yep. Ford was in, they could proceed to get rid of Nixon because Ford was a tolerable replacement. And I think that's the game that the Biden people are now playing, uh, trying to discredit Harris and generate negative press on her, uh, some of which she deserves, much of which she doesn't, because they're worried that she's going to pull a 25th Amendment coup d'etat. Wow. And I think that's the dynamic that's going on now. We've got about one, one minute left. I've got to ask you. That's fascinating stuff. So 
I, I, I keep saying this to you, and I'm just so mystified by why it is that Joe Biden has moved so far to the radical, loony left in all of the things he's proposing. Do you think they just think that there's some kind of window of opportunity that's slamming shut on them and they're going to try to get everything they possibly can yeah. get done in the next six months? Is that their strategy? Yes, precisely. This is Obama's third term. Uh, when he put powers in uh, as the domestic policy advisor for Biden, uh, when she has no experience in domestic policy. Uh, wow. She she basically, you know how in football they have the player whose sole job is to run from the huddle to the bench, get the instructions from the coach, and then <laughs> run back and tell the huddle right. what the player is going to yep. be. That's her. And the bench wow. is Obama. And um, they now know that they've screwed it up. They're going to lose Congress, or at least the House, but probably both yeah. houses. Oh, so they sure. know they have only about 11 months to pass something. So they're trying to jam everything through. Wow. They know well, it will defeat them ultimately, but it yeah. doesn't matter. Once it's law, it's law. Well, what, what, what really worries me is that they're going to get rid of them. It just seems they're on a path of almost trying to bankrupt our country with all the spending. That, by the way, you're listening to Dick Morris. Uh, we're up against the heartbreak. Dick, thank This is uh, Dick Morris, the, the political uh, expert. I'd love to have you on next week. I apologize. I'm out of time. Uh, we'll be right back. Okay. It is more money. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.